Welcome to the Run Back to Jesus podcast, where we are going to let go of all the weights holding us down and run the race God designed us for. Well, we are officially at one year of the Run Back to Jesus podcast, and I just want to pause and take a moment and just thank you so much for being here, for listening along. For those of you who send me messages, I always love hearing from you and just hearing that I'm not alone in a lot of the things that I'm struggling with. And and it's just such a joy to find people who want to run back to Jesus together. I started this podcast. It came out of a season where I had really run the other direction. I was so focused on worldly goals and achieving a lot of the things that the world tells us will bring us joy. Now, I grew up in the church. I had stayed in church, but I was not in relationship. And what I love so much about God is even in those seasons where we are not putting our eyes on him, He is still right here with us, and he did a lot of beautiful work in my life to bring me back to him, and I just hope and pray that you are finding him, that you are finding yourself in a relationship with him, craving his word, and just loving his presence. And it was a faith-based podcast for me that really started to stir that back up in my heart. It was someone else who took their journey and who shared it and it started to spark that interest again. It got me reading scripture and actually loving it and craving it for the first time in my life. It helped me start looking to Jesus and really finding that relationship that I didn't even realize how badly I was missing. And it was just thanks to someone who, who shared their story and who just pointed me back to him. And that That was what I needed. And that is just my prayer here. My prayer here is just by coming to you and just sharing my journey and sharing things that speak to me that maybe that will just give you the spark to then go start your journey and make it whatever it is and just get into that relationship with Jesus. I am just a woman who has her heart captured by Jesus. And honestly, I love talking about him. I love talking about him. (laughs) I didn't think I'd get emotional. I love sharing and finding Jesus has been the shift that I needed in my life. It is, it has shifted my life. It has shifted my husband's. I can see it in our kid, our marriage, and our family, and just overflowing in so many ways. And it was all God. It was nothing to do with me, but it was him running with me. And it was him giving me that tug so that I could turn and run back to him. And so as we get into a year of the Run Back to Jesus podcast, the thing on my heart today is just that he is always running with us. He is always running and just waiting for us to turn and make that step towards him. He is literally knocking at our doors. In Revelation chapter 320, Jesus says, here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. And I just love that. I love that and pausing and just thinking Jesus is knocking at the door of our heart right now, just knocking and wanting to come in and sit down. When I first hear this verse, I will honestly tell you, I, I just chuckle a little bit to myself because we were in a when we were kids. Talk about growing up into church. Some of these things just stick with you. There's a song that said, somebody's knocking at your door. Somebody's knocking at your door. And it goes, oh, sinner, why don't you answer? Somebody's knocking at your door. And that somebody today is Jesus. And he is knocking at our door. And I know that shame just wants to come in. And and maybe we don't want to open the door because we're so shameful of where we've been. Maybe we have some really loud noises inside of the house. And we don't even hear the knock. 
but he's there just waiting to sit down and have a meal with you, to love you, to give you grace and to invite you into his story. But the other thing is he's not going to force himself in. He's not going to beat down the door literally and tear open. We have the choice to open the door to him. We have the choice to open the door, to run back to him for this intimate relationship. Sitting at a meal together was intimate, especially in Jesus's time. So he just doesn't want to knock and be, oh, hey, neighbor, how's it going? And then keep going. No, he wants to come in. He wants to come in exactly how your house is. Messy. If you're like me, toys on the floor, probably goldfish on the floor, dishes piled high, laundry all over, and he wants to sit. And if it's at my house, you probably got to throw some toys off and get some crumbs off the table. He doesn't care. He wants to come into the mess. He wants to come into the mess and sit down and talk. And I was really reflecting on Luke chapter 15. This chapter is all about lost people coming back to Jesus. It starts with the parable of the lost sheep. And we know that Jesus leaves 99 sheep to go find the one that was lost. And Jesus says, rejoice with me. I found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. And I just think about that repentance, that turning back to him, that opening the door, that running back to him. There is rejoicing in heaven over that. And then it's the parable of the lost coin. Same story. It says, or suppose a woman has 10 silver coins and loses one. Doesn't she light a lamp, sweep the house and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors and together says, rejoice with me. I have found my lost coin. Jesus says in the same way, I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. And so if you are a sinner, you are because we all are. We all sin and fall short of the glory of God. There is angels rejoicing when we repent. And so if that shame is at your door, not wanting to make you open it, this is just reminding us as we repent, we're going to talk about that in a second. There are angels in heaven rejoicing as we repent from our sins. And then the prodigal son. I love this story. Kid who had been given all of his father's inheritance and he just, he went away and and wasted it all. In Luke's gospel, it says he squandered his wealth in wild living. So it wasn't, I'm going to go start a business and I failed it. No, it was wild living. And he found himself in this place starving, no money, nothing to himself. And he comes to his senses. He has this moment where he decides, I'm going to go back to my family. And that's that moment where we open our eyes and like, I need to go back. Like I was not in a place that I needed to be. And so he goes back and he said, I will go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And so he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him, was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Think about that. They're celebrating Over those of us who are lost, we repent and we return home to our Father. All of us, I just want to keep hitting, all of us have seasons where we messed up, seasons where we've been a little lost. 
And for some of us, maybe again, that's what's keeping us from opening the door to Jesus. We're not sure if we want to sit down and have that intimate conversation with him because we're not too sure about what that conversation is going to look like. I want to go to John 3.16. It's probably one of the most quoted verses in scripture, but we're going to read John 3.16 to 17 to just remind us that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Jesus is in the business of searching out the lost and restoring them. He didn't come to condemn us. He came to save us. And so repent. This was in here a lot. Repent. As we repent, repent. Repentance is turning away from our sin. It means we're no longer comfortable in those shortcomings and we turn away from them and turn back to Jesus. And that's where the rejoicing is. Jesus will help us see the things that don't align with him. I fully believe in my life. He is the one that opened my eyes to all the ways that were of the world and not of him. And so we repent. We turn away from them. We say, oh, wow, that was not in alignment with how Jesus wants. We acknowledge that. We go to him and we say, God, I just want to acknowledge this sin. I want to seek your forgiveness. He died on the cross so your sins are forgiven, but we acknowledge them and we turn away from them and we turn back to Jesus and come to him and let him make us into the image that he wants us to be. Now that doesn't mean we'll never sin again, but we know Jesus and we know his love. So we're not comfortable in our sin anymore. We turn away from that and we run back to Jesus, our loving savior. And as we do that, we are met with celebration. We are met with welcoming arms and so much grace. Someone that just wants to come in and celebrate with us and share a meal with us. And I I think there's a lot of us who've never experienced that in our life. We've never experienced, I've messed up. I'm sorry. I'm turning away from it and been welcomed with open arms. And so I just want to encourage you that if you've never felt that type of love, keep, keep looking to Jesus because you're going to see that in him. And as humans, we, we fall short in that. We don't always get that right. We don't always give that example of Jesus, but he does. And the enemy is going to try and work his way in so that we feel guilt and shame over our shortcomings. And Jesus just gave us three beautiful examples here in Luke chapter 15 about rejoicing over the lost who turned back to him, who turned away from their sin and came back to him. And that's the picture I want to end this first year with and also start year two with. That Jesus welcomes you with open arms no matter how far away from him you've been, no matter what you've done or where you've gone. And he's been with you all along. He's He's been knocking. He's been knocking on that door, just waiting for that noise inside the house to die down so that you open it and that you can sit down at table together and have an intimate meal together. So I want to encourage you to just reach out that hand to that door and open it because he's here waiting for you. Or like the prodigal son, turn around and run back to him. Do not walk, do not walk, run as quickly as you can away from sin and back into the arms of the one who will make you whole again. And just know as you turn away from that old way of living and you turn back to him, he wants to throw a celebration for you. He wants to bring you under his care and start transforming you from the inside out to the life that he's called you to. Proverbs 19, 21, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it's the Lord's plan that prevails. We may go astray, but ultimately he will make his plan all come back together.
So let go of whatever it is, run back to him, turn away from whatever it is that's taking you away from him and see how freeing it is to run the race with him. And if you keep trying and you keep hitting roadblocks, just know that that's part of the journey. I, I just can't say this enough. Just stay rooted in scripture. This is what's helped me is rooted in God's word. Find the prayers, talk with him, create the relationship with him. And again, like any relationship at first, it's a little awkward, but the more you do it, it just, it changes everything about you. Hebrews 12, one says, let us lay aside every weight and sin, which clings so closely and let us run with endurance, the race that is set before us. And I think that that's a beautiful picture with what I hope we can do here is just lay down that sin. That's just clinging. It's clinging tight, but man, just put it down and you will find the endurance to run the race. Isaiah 40, 31, but those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. As we wait for God and we wait with him and we do this journey with him, we will find the strength to run and not grow tired and to walk and not be faint. And when the trials come, we'll remember James. I love James for this. Consider it pure joys, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete and not lacking anything. God is so good. He is so good. And I am just so thankful to be here running back to him over and over with you. And and I I hope and pray that wherever you are in your journey, maybe you're not sure you're ready to open that door. I just want to remind you that he's going to be there knocking until you're ready. And when he's ready, he's going to come in with love. And maybe today's that day. And I just want to encourage you if you're feeling it in your heart too. And, and I just want to end by saying thank you so much for being here. We're going to keep running and we're going to keep being here as long as God gives us the okay and keep sharing with you. We are going to take a couple week break as we start into this new year. We've talked a lot through this about rest and about Sabbath. And and as I was reading about the Israelites and how every seven years they took a full year off from doing um, like all of their work, I'm like, you know, I think as I get into a new year and I want to encourage you to do this into new seasons to start it with rest and with God. Our very first day here on earth as humans God spent in rest with us. And so starting a new chapter with rest and being with God in Sabbath and just focusing on him. So we're going to take a couple weeks off to just focus in on that. And we will be back and look forward so much to continuing to share and continuing to run this journey with you. So use this time in the next couple of weeks to catch up on maybe some old episodes. If you've never tried a prayer and workout, remember you can do three days at no cost and do any of the replays that you want. It's a great time of year for some guided walks and to move and honor your body that way. Or if anything, just take the extra time to spend with him because ultimately that is what matters most. And we hope we can just give you some resources to help you in that. So to end year one, let's end today in prayer. Dear God, I just want to thank you so much for the ability to be in your presence today. I want to thank you for the person listening on the other side, that wherever they are, that they took time today to center their life on you. God, I wanna pray for everyone who is listening today, that they may feel your presence, that they may feel 
the knock at their door and that they can run as quickly as they can to answer to seek you above all else to live for you and to lay aside all the things of the world that entangle us god you are so good we are so thankful for you and so thankful for the opportunity to be here with you today help us to do your will and to follow you no matter where we go in jesus name we pray amen well thank you so much Thank you so much for being here and being on this journey with me. There is so much gratitude in my heart today and so thankful for God for bringing this podcast to life. This is all him. (laughs) This is all him. And I'm just so thankful to share. So for now, we will sign off and we'll see you again in a few weeks.